what up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 199. On this episode, I'm joined by Oklahoma music artist D Street. Um, before he comes on, talk about our Patreon and merch shop. And then when he's on, we talk about podcasting, music reviews, Facebook and Twitter, hustling, Oklahoma artists, Oklahoma City music scene. Uh, just music talk, singles versus albums, more music talk, Southern accents, Brahms, a bunch of other shit in between. Uh, thanks for checking us out. A podcast with Mo. What up? First thing we must get to here is I must again inform you if you're listening again, first time, if it's your first time, of our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcastmo. Uh, if you can go there, give us any amount of money a month and you'll get early access to all the podcast episodes. If you give enough, like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Pow Wow, and Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, you can get shouted out like that. Be like a fucking badass. And uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. Also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast with Mo, I believe. And you can get cool podcast shirts. If you want an A to the Mo shirt, it's the same shit, but you just put A to the Mo at the end instead of a podcast with Mo. Got a few of those as well. Um, yeah, anyway, so support us and shit there. Uh, this week, I'm calling someone who I tried, or the plan was to call him last week, but uh, we had some stuff happen and it didn't happen, so we got him on this week. Uh, he's a rap artist out of, I believe, Oklahoma City, and uh, by the name of D Street, and so, you know, he's from around around my area here in Oklahoma, so um, anyway, I'm going to give him a call, and uh, we'll see what the fuck we talk about, bet music. Yo, what's up, man? There you go. My bad. I don't know what the fuck was up. Fucking Skype. Fuck it. I agree. I always have problems with Skype. It's the first time I've used it in a while. I know. I had to do a big old fucking update. It all looks different, but I was like, fuck it. Uh, Make it work. Mine was, you were calling me, but it wouldn't let me answer you because I'd had the notifications where nobody could call me on there. Awesome. Um, yeah, man. So uh, I'm pretty sure I'm correcting your name's D Street. It's not hard to, to read. And uh, you're out of Oklahoma City, correct? Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Um, and then I kind of came across you, I believe, on Twitter somewhere originally. But really, it's because we were both on uh, our homie CLNY's Instagram live show thing she was doing one day. And then so through that, we kind of came together to eventually have you come on here. So. Shout out yeah. to her. Yeah, for real. She's dope. I like, uh, I got a, I got something else coming up with her here real soon, too, so. Hell yeah. I feel like I was shit on that uh, show of hers, so if I'm ever back, I have to figure out a different, like, my audio was fucked. I didn't realize until I went back and watched it later. I was like, shit. Yeah, well, it happens. I did a podcast a couple months ago, and it was my second time doing it with him, and it's about a good hour trip from my house, but. I got all the way there, spent hours, did the show, did photos just to go home and watch the fucking live. And I'm like, why does this sound like shit? Like, you can't understand nothing we're saying. Right. Like a waste of five hours of my life. Right. I will say I'm pretty proud that, um, you know, I listen to other amateur. I, I would consider me like an amateur podcaster in a way, even though this is like the 199th episode. But, you know, I do this out of my fucking spare room and shit like that. And uh, my audio is pretty good compared to other people at my level. So I think we'll be good there as long as Scott doesn't fuck us with some too much glitching and shit. Okay. But I've definitely had friends over sitting at this fucking table with me, turn on the microphone, and I accidentally turned mine on twice and forgot to turn theirs on. And then, like, that whole fucking hour is just lost. So <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It fucking sucks sometimes. Yeah, we're about to be starting our own podcast as well. It's It's... It's a podcast, but it's more for music more than right. chopping it like a lot of podcasts are. We're uh, we're just setting up right now. Um, 
we're we're not ready. We're almost ready. We were, we're we were hoping this month, but I'm thinking it's going to be more like beginning of October before we're up and ready to go. Yeah, um, I think you probably heard my music podcast. So I have like a music spinoff thing because I enjoyed that as well. When I first got started rapping, um, there was an internet radio show out of San Diego that would play my music, and I just fucking loved it. I love the community about it. So that's why I do my music one is because. I think some people just love hearing their music or getting the chance to hear someone play your song and then kind of give their two cents or something. I don't know. It's like, it's fucking cool. I think so. I, I, I agree, man. It's indie artist support. You know, it's like some of these artists, they're not looking, they just want to, you know, get a chance to be heard a little bit, you know, and constructive criticism comes along with it. Some take it well, some don't. Right. Um, I've considered, uh, you know, canceling my whole podcast put many a time because that's just how the world is. And uh, I've always been like, but if I do, I want like whatever the next plan would be. And if I ever did another different music podcast, I would try to be like super critical and give like the most feedback possible. But I know it would kind of bite me in the ass because people would be like, well, who the fuck are you? But I do yeah. think there could be kind of a place for like, no, I'll be honest. I don't think you should say God's got your back three lines after how you sell crack i don't i don't think those vibe you know like yeah sometimes i want to be that critical but i'm not <laughs> um i try to be as critical as i can and it does happen i mean for the most part people just say oh, i appreciate the listen and some take it well and some don't but i do get your like randoms that are like go straight to the dm and do you know who the fuck are you you didn't even <laughs> you listened to the song for one minute dude and i'm like well i mean that was pretty much clearly stated you know, on all my reviews, you're not getting much longer than a minute of play, especially if you've just been sitting around waiting on a free review, you know? Right. So, I mean, I just do what I do. I try to cram. Tonight, I'm going to do 16. That's going to put me at my 1,000th review. Hell yeah. For Twitter. I used to do them on uh, Facebook, but you know how Facebook is. Right. I got like two likes. The one's for my grandma and one's for my <laughs> uncle. Yeah, I've I've really been wanting to cancel Facebook lately. Um but the memes are just so good. So like I follow some libertarian pages, not to get too political, and I just fucking love it. Like people just share these memes and I'm just like, "Oh my god, it's so funny." And it's the only reason I don't cancel Facebook is I think their memes are better. But in general, I fucking hate Facebook. I I'm with you and I I do agree. I do see some funny ass memes, but for the most part the only reason I keep Facebook is because I use Messenger to talk to like several of my family members. Right. And I do have a few family members who they kind of use Facebook to keep up with what I am doing in music. They're not going to upgrade to Twitter. <laughs> right. So, it's like I leave it there, but it's the least amount of interaction given towards music. Yeah, yeah. As far social i mean i'll post stuff there but it's not uncommon for me to post like some new pics a song link and talk a little shit and go back the next day and it's got like three likes for everything compared to twitter I can, i'll gain 500 notifications plus a day you right. know so yeah I've, i was actually just today i'm glad we kind of brought this up was thinking how like facebook's the only social media where it's like me right so like my 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 name's Aaron. No one fucking calls me Aaron in the world. Like everyone calls me Mo. But uh, you know, like that's me. Like people I know from high school and like my family. You know, like people that know like real me. But like all my other social media, I'm like A to the Mo, and I way prefer being A to the Mo. You know what I mean? Like when I'm online, like I just I way like I go on Twitter and I'll just give my opinion about mixing or some shit a beat, and then like people fucking interact with it, and that shit would never happen on Facebook. <laughs> I agree. You know, I was really against Twitter for the first. I think I've had it downloaded and had a actual like uh, profile a couple times, but I just didn't know how to work Twitter. Right, me too. Like, oh, me too. Fuck, I got like eleven followers. I might as well go back to Facebook, you know. And then um, I started. I watched a couple of videos, and then I started a, a friend of mine who was on it. She was like, you know, you got to do this, this, and this. And I just took what they gave me and just continued that process amongst myself with my own little tweaks. And so far, it's paying off. I think I hit like thirty five hundred followers yesterday or something. I was like, oh shit, damn! I really just hit thirty five. Like, I mean, I'm not like cheering all day, but <laughs> right. I got a Facebook page it's like three years old it hasn't even got a thousand followers on it i have way less facebook friends now than i had 
when I first started. <laughs> I get fucking. Re- I, I, have a, I got a personal page, but I don't use it often. It's got like eighty people, but I have an artist page for my D Street music, and right. I, I, it's it's almost at a thousand, but it's not quite there. I was just like a week ago trying to push it again. Like, come on, y'all, let me get a thousand followers on this page. It's like three years old, but. I, I've never been one to I don't I just go on anymore. I I became so numb to who cares and who don't. I just keep doing what I do, and those along the way that pick up and come along, good. If they don't, they don't. And the ones that were like, "Oh, fuck him," and moved on. Hey, you know, more power to you. Right. So you can't force your music on nobody anyway. Right. So I completely agree. I mean, yes, I think. I think it's somewhat like us artists lying to ourselves when we're like, and I don't need fans. I do think everyone would would like it if people thought their shit was cool. But what you said there is like you can't force people to like it. So like you just can't worry about it. If you have no fans, then you have no music. I mean, you can make music all day long, all day you want. But if you're looking to truly make money and make a career and a platform to reach people in a better, unfortunately, it takes money, money results in having fans. Because unless you have like shitloads of sponsors and all these people, the fans are the ones that buy stuff. You know, I've I make. I do, you know, I sell my merchandise and it ain't tons of money by the time they buy it and I print it and ship it. But I try to save every dollar I can and use that back towards music and more merchandise, things like that. Right. So, yeah, I, uh, I do some merch and I make a little money from everything that I do so far, like podcasting, rapping and making beats. Um, now, I don't make a lot of money from the podcast, but I have a Patreon, which I talk about at the beginning of every episode. And, you know, I get enough to cover my hosting costs, which to me is a win. So I'm not having to pay for like to upload this. I mean, I pay for it, but it, it's covered by my patrons. And then, uh, you know, I have a merch shop that does OK. And then selling beats this in the last few months, I've, you know, sold a few beats and had some money come in. And I love it. Like, I love I don't just love the fact I'm making money. Like I do love that part, but I love now that I get to see these producers say some shit of like, you know, leasing beats are impossible or stupid. You can't make money. Or like, don't ever sell a, a an exclusive. Like, you know, everyone just has all these fucking opinions. And it's right. like, I look at them and I'm not saying follower count matters, but when you got like fucking 32 followers, like your opinion kind of on the subject isn't as important. Cause you haven't, you don't know, like you're new to this. Like, yeah, so like some, you know, I kind of look and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Cause I just fucking made money doing that. Like I enjoy being able to have that sort of like, fuck right. you. I know, you know, I like that feeling. I'm the same. I've tweaked things around to where, you know, I'm not paying bills. I'm not buying a house or nothing, but I do make money from uh, reviews, my merchandise and uh, a little bit from music here and there. I also do uh, a little bit of graphics work. I'm not like no top tier, but I have done a couple of few covers for people and I usually do stuff like that once in a while, make little logos. It's just more like they give me the design. It's something I can work. I work a lot better when I'm just like making it on my own, you know? Right. I agree. I've made a few, a few bucks, you know, I just, uh, I got some merchandise. I just did a merchandise purchase, um, transaction yesterday. So I got some merchandise that's going to Australia which is going to be my second time sending something out of country. I've done Canada and now I'm doing Australia, but I've sent shit to the States here, like uh, stickers and shirts and stuff to like I don't know, Alabama, um, Missouri, Texas. I've, I've sent stuff off to different people, but that I've only done out of country one time and it was for a bunch of stickers. This time it's hoodies. Right. So I, I'm just glad to see that, man. I mean, it's all process. I've <clears throat> I've just gotten, uh, you know, this like uh, this is a little different for me because I'm usually the guy having to give the critique. And I feel like I'm supposed to answer questions, but I just have gotten where I just fuck what everyone thinks. I know that this is what I want to do. Like you just said, it feels good. It ain't about so much making money, but in a way, it feels beautiful. It feels great to make money doing something you love. You know, right. And I'm with that and everything I can tweak to do to make a little bit of money. I've never at any point in time ever gotten music to be famous. I do have a certain level I'd like to take it to, which is definitely larger than what I am now. But unfortunately, that those are due to my own personal reasons. And I still have moves to make and things I need to do amongst the game to be considered for that level. So. I don't know, man. It's weird chopping it up with the Oklahoma artists because, on reality, I don't really mess with a lot of Oklahoma artists. Oh, me either. A lot of 
yeah. bad juju with them. Every time I try to do business with an Oklahoma artist, it goes bad. I don't know what it is about the artist in Oklahoma, but I have networked and done business and work with multiple artists outside of this state with no problems. And I've had a lot of bad connections through Oklahoma. And some of it's due to myself having a bad attitude, feeling like I wasn't getting the recognition and I deserved it. When I look back now and realize you didn't deserve shit. You weren't doing nothing but making a bunch of songs that nobody cared about. Right. And I would just, you know, I was early in the game as far as I've always done music, but I didn't know much about business. I just knew, oh, put out these songs and they're going to love them. And here I am 50 songs later, and it's like, yo, I, nobody gives a shit. So I started really sit, taking some time off to realize what I needed to do to get people to intervene. And my following and numbers and everything are higher now than they've ever been. My last stream just surpassed 11,000 streams, which is the most I've ever got on anything. Hell yeah. I know it's 50 or 100,000 like some people getting, but I'm fucking proud of that 12,000 streams. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean... There was other, yeah. As far as Oklahoma artists, um, I don't honestly. I guess the reason I, I can't. I mean, I am an Oklahoma artist, but I don't do a lot of like. I've never done a show live. You know, I've gotten offers a couple times when I was in college when people were like, "Hey, I know you rap. Do you want to do this?" And I was just so scared. You know, like I really felt like I always needed like a team. You know, I don't think that's like a label, but like if I would, like I have friends who are like, "Hey, I'll be your hot man," but they don't fucking know shit about music. You know, they're just the homies. But like. I really felt like because I just I was I am so shy and introverted naturally that I really needed like help with that part. And so I kind of just never did it. And then I quit rapping for a few years, like five years. And when I came back, all of a sudden this whole like distro kit exists with you can upload shit to streaming sites and get paid for streams where it used to be fucking dat piff. You know, I put like seven mixtapes on dat piff back in the day and I wasn't yeah, getting paid for that shit. Like I used to <laughs> like I didn't have any knowledge or know-how of how to make money on rap when i first started i was just freestyling places like i remember a dude came to perform i live in ada and he came to perform at this fucking club and I, like all my friends like got it like circled his manager and was like trying to force this dude who assigned to some little label to freestyle battle me because they all you know had my belly like, i was a fucking idiot you know like i don't i didn't know what the fuck i was doing so you weren't an idiot i i, I would never think an idiot Every artist you've known, I don't care how big they are, at one time they were just a guy fucking rapping and didn't know what they were doing. That's everyone. I don't care. I mean, unless you're brought up in like a business music family and they teach you along the way, every artist started out just strumming a guitar in a garage or rapping somewhere, writing their songs and had no fucking idea what to do or where to go with it. They just thought, yo, I put this music out, you know? Right. And no, that doesn't make you an idiot. It just makes you inexperienced, and I, every artist has been there, including myself, really. Right. And so, you know, for me, I really love when I came back, you know, I made this podcast, and so I bought these microphones. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to rap again, you know? And then I wanted to make my own theme song for my podcast. So I learned how to make beats, and then now I feel like I'm pretty good at it. And so, like, this has all been a journey, but I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Whereas in, like... If I didn't do this, I would, I'd fucking hate not doing it. I don't know. Like, I don't, and honestly, I look at people and I'm not even trying to hate, but I look at people, uh, you know, around my age. I assume me and you're somewhere around the same age. And uh, I'm like, I don't see how y'all don't have a hobby. Or like, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm a little older than I look. Uh, me too. I, like, I look younger than I am, uh, but I'm oh. 32. So I've said like a million times on this podcast. So right. 35. Okay. I yeah. Do. Relative. And, you know, like I see people and it's just like, and I do also come home from work and I'm like tired and I'm like, I just want to play video games or chill out or some shit. But then also I'm like, fuck it. I got to do my passion. You know, like that's a big part of my thought process. And it's weird to see people not have that, you know, like I've in some way inspired my wife where she's like, I have reading goals and she does like, she takes pictures for her Instagram account about books. Like she's really into books. And I feel like if I didn't do all my music shit, she probably wouldn't do that. Cause I'm yeah. always just like, yeah, I'm trying to fucking be creative and do something and make something and have people want to check it out. And you mentioned like your rap level you aspire to earlier. For me, my goal is just that like other rappers who have heard of me just have some sort of respect for uh, my ability to write. That's like always my goal. Like I just want people to be like, Oh, he has good fucking punchlines. Like even if you're like, I'm not a fan of his or whatever, but like, you know, uh, you I have some ability. 
You want your due credit. Right, right, exactly. And I'm I try to be that like that with people. You know, I think some people don't have the followers they deserve and they're really talented, you know, but I definitely agree with you that due credit artist to artist should be definitely commended in most in most places, but unfortunately, man, we're from Oklahoma <laughs> and I they fucking throw that shit in the trash. I, I kind of what you're saying kind of reminds me what I thought. I, I think it's why I used to I just like all I want is my respect as an artist, y'all. I go to these open mics. I do these shows. I got everybody. I don't you know, nobody any people booing me off or nothing. But somehow, some way, I'm never, ever included in shit. So I was like, OK, I need to do bigger. I need to do better. I've tried stuff. I feel like the Oklahoma scene is rigged. It could be. It could be. I, Dude, I've been to I've been to open mics and competitions. I did a hang it or bang it last year. It's like you got people that are like ra- the rappers, but they're also the judges. <laughs> right. <laughs> what the fuck? Just like this same group of people showing up at the same spot every week, cheering the same artist on, and this guy keeps winning this event with the same song three weeks in a row. When we all know artist to artist, he's been beat. I'm not necessarily saying by me, by any other artist that stepped in there and just did something different. Right. But it's like a big rig scene. I also definitely agree. It don't matter where you're at. If you're doing what work that needs to be done, you're consistent, you're good at your craft, you keep your business mind, you stay working, the cream always rises to the top. And eventually, no matter what, but what I've just learned is the more I don't include Oklahoma City, the better I do as an artist. I don't know why. I just, for some reason, that's the way I go. But tonight is definitely Oklahoma night because I'm doing this with you. And then I got my live at 8 o'clock and I got an Oklahoma artist tune in with me. I don't know if you've ever heard of Shell's KO. Uh, I haven't. Yeah, just uh, uh, actually that post you commented on earlier, I tagged her in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super dope. Um, I see grown men complaining because people won't listen to them rap. And this girl's out here putting them all to shame. But I did a podcast with her a while back and I've just always really strongly supported her as an artist because she's one of those people like I take her seriously in the craft. She's somebody I see working towards taking it to the next level, you know, Yeah. on every level she works hard. So that's why, you know, I'm uh, bringing her in tonight, but yeah, I I don't tonight. It's going to be Oklahoma night, I guess. (laughs) Well, hell yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't know many Oklahoma artists. Uh, you know, like I, every once in a while, I'll, you know, I'll work with artists from other states, and they'll be like, "Oh, my favorite Oklahoma <laughs> artist is so and so," and they'll tell me some rapper, and I'll look them up, and they're never from Oklahoma. And I'm always like, "Why do you think that person's from here?" Like it's happened like four times to me. So what's funny is a lot of a bunch of people I've met, they'll be from Oklahoma, and uh, they'll uh, be yeah, like you said, here putting on for music, but they came from like some podunk town in Texas, right? <laughs> or some podunk town somewhere in Oklahoma, just not where they're from. But you know, I, I originally grew up in McAllister. Oh hell yeah, yeah. I'm from the I'm from like the other side of the state, but I've been up here in the Oklahoma City, you know, metropolitan area since like 2005. You know, I've been up here for a long time, but uh, yeah, I grew up down there and like kind of more a little more sticks down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I've honestly never been to McAllister. Like I live in Ada, so I think it's what 45 minutes from here. They're like rivals yeah. or some shit. Yeah, Ada was like our big rivalry in school. What few years I did do sports, uh, Ada was like our big rivalry. Hell yeah. See, I'm from a small town called Warica, and it's uh, south of Duncan. It's very, very small. Yeah, I know where Warica's at. Yeah, I got family in Duncan and stuff too. Oh, hell yeah. Um, So yeah, Yeah. that's where I'm from. So when I came to school in Ada, I only did it. Um, because two of my friends were also going to come to school here because I had I could have got I was going to go to OU not I say I was going to but I really never wanted to go to OU I could have gone to OU but I didn't like the campus it was too big I was like I won't like this and uh, so me and two of my friends were coming to Ada neither one of them ended up coming with me and then I kind of just been fucking here ever since you know I've been like I don't know it's cool and that that's that's my story of how I got to fucking Ada. But yeah, in in Ada, there's no music scene, you know, at least not that I know of. Every once in a while, I will come across someone like in a dispensary that's like, oh yeah, I'm a music graduate and I mass I majored in engineering, and I'm like, oh cool. But like, they don't do anything with it, and I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing with mixing. You know, like I just fucking kind of guessing all the time. But I'm like, but I have a passion for it, so I always like feel weird coming across these people. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, I've met several people like 
where I grew up, there's actually a pretty good sized group of us who many of us really wanted to do music. And like, I've kind of watched those people over the years and there's like two of them that are actually still doing music, you know, and then the rest are just like, I don't know. I'm like, man, you wasted years of your life to do it just to do the same shit we were doing every day growing up. I don't know. It don't make no sense to me. Right. I agree. Yeah. It took me a long time to come around, you know, as unfortunately as much as I wish it would have happened in my twenties, it really took my thirties to take effect. But I feel like my thirties is when I fully decided that like I wanted better for myself. You know what I mean? I, uh, not just with music, but just in life in general, you know, I spent a lot of years doing dumb shit, living a whole different life than I live now. And, uh, you know, I'm a father now and I have a lot of more things going on, have for many, many years, but I just think that it was like really the stroke of 30 in that period, maybe my late twenties where I just decided like, man, I don't want to do what I'm doing anymore. I don't want to be who I am. You know, like I want to be me. I'm cool with me. But there's just things that I need to do better in my life. And I'm still not there. But my mind stayed on what I needed to do and what I've been doing over the years. You know, there's just, I don't know really how to fully explain it. But I guess it's called getting old in its own way. But I just enjoy my, like when you hit me up earlier, I said I just sat down to eat. Your boy missed a lot of meals in his day. So I'm one of those people I believe in sitting down and having a good meal. I don't miss meals for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I like to take that time for myself to just enjoy the basics of life. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I do get so caught up in everything else. Like, like you were saying, a lot of people, you come home, you're tired. You just want to, you know, somebody wants to kick back, play video games, whatever. Man, I'm, I'm basically seven days a week, about probably solid 16, 18 hours a day. I'm either working for myself with my own business, making money. And then on top of that, I'm on throughout, throughout that and throughout, all the way up till I pass out at midnight or one in the morning, I'm networking, promoting something. It's like 16, 18 hours a day. It's basically seven days a week for me. It may not always be me working on a song, but I'm either doing reviews or interacting with the people who've interacted with me going through all my, I mean, there's just not, I mean, I got a laundry list of things to stay doing. It's a full-time job and a half, honestly. Right. So, yeah, and everybody's got to be willing to work to put in their craft. And, you know, I, I try to give the best advice I can. I'm nobody. I'm just some little old me. But people reach to me for advice sometimes, and I try to give them the best and most legitimate advice earlier. You know, an artist just reached out earlier, and I'm not going to so much get into detail about what she was asking me, but I read over her question. She's like, I don't know what to do. You just seem like the person that would know what to do. And I'm like, wow, like. Uh, I, you know, I just give the best advice I can, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody's ever asked my help for nothing, you know? And I got people who hit me up on a daily basis and they want my advice with music or they want me to hear their song or they're donating money to me to continue the process of what I'm doing. Those people mean the most. I mean, everybody means everything on every level of support, but it really hits you different when people actually are starting to pay you for what you do, you know? Right. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, to, I really love when someone buys a shirt, you know, if someone buys a podcast shirt or uh, an Aiden merch. Yeah. Like, and it's like, again, cause the money, my idea is always like, someone's going to be wearing that somewhere and someone's going to see the a podcast with Mo and they may search for that. You know, like that's always where my mind goes. Like, I agree. So I don't make, I don't make much off my merch purchases, but I always think of the branding issue. Every time someone buys that, whether they're in Texas or Australia, a while back I did a bunch of stickers. People were buying them up in me 15, 20 at a time. Uh, I had like two different people buy like 20 stickers and go on vacation and slap my stickers all over the place along the way and post them and tag me in them. So like just anything I could do, and that's just stickers, but I'm the same way with the merch. I love people buying it and seeing them. I'm always like, make sure you take a picture and tag me in it, you know, and it don't have to be all top quality and all that. Just let them know you're out there rocking that D street merch, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, my cousin snappy, who's on my Monday episodes, he got us like 48 stickers when we first started. And, and I think he was doing the same thing. I, I'm honestly, I'm going to show him your music. Cause I think he'll like you as a rapper. Like, um, I think things up. So don't get a lot of people keep leaning on me, leaning on me, thinking it's rap. But unfortunately, I hate to break it, but some of my newer music coming is not rap, and uh, that's fine. I, it's the truth is, I'm sick of rap. <laughs> 
I love it, dude. It's I love it, but I spent a lot of time making hip hop songs to the point it burnt me out, and I'm finding like other lanes of music that I'm actually pretty good at, and I really enjoy making them. I feel like the music's more me, but dude. definitely always show people the songs for sure. Um, I I totally get the whole getting less out of rap. Like, um, I also love rap music. I would still say most of what I make is rap, but I'm getting more. It's definitely more alternative hip hop. I think, as they would say, and yeah. uh, I. I always loved in high school um, those like alt rock bands. Like and for my age, it would be like Simple Plan was probably like the most pop version of that. But like Good Charlotte was also a big deal at the time, and I liked Reliant K and Jax Manning. Like all these fuckers that had like these real feminine singers, right? And uh, but they had like kind of a punk rock aesthetic. And for whatever reason, I kind of always liked that as on the back end of liking rap music and I find myself making beats with those aesthetics and I'll kind of just freestyle some hook in like a simple plan top way and I'm like I could fucking make a whole song like this and so sure. eventually I'm gonna attempt it but I haven't yet so but I also definitely am like let's make some weird shit like let's make some shit I haven't made before because at this point uh the stuff that's popular I don't really like and I probably won't make it um and then <laughs> <laughs> like I do think there's a resurgence of a certain old school 90s flavor coming back but I don't really make that either you know I'm stuck more of like that little Wayne era style um you know like I'm very punchline heavy and I mean I think that's uh not everyone digs it or whatever I don't know so I just try to do my own shit and be weird because like I don't care about trying to copy other people at the moment for sure always do what you do and especially what naturally organically comes to you is going to be better anyway right I feel like I've spent years writing verses upon verses and verses that were never used to try to perfect this craft of wordplay. And then uh, my last single, the one I sent to you, I don't, I don't know whichever, you know, whatever became of that one, that anymore song. Yeah. Yeah. We played it on the last uh, music episode. Yeah. That, that was like the opening gate for the new, that's the first time I've ever really sang on a track, you know? I've always just rapped and done these little rap hooks, but that's the first time I've ever actually like, you know, sung. And that was uh, just for the hook and the outro. So uh, for some reason, I got a lot more great feedback from that. People I didn't know, random, a guy, you know, I heard this same concept from many people, strangers, <clears throat> excuse me, and then another artist that's in the city that I've kind of worked with, not worked with, but we've networked and been cool for a while. He was like, Seriously, man, listen to that song. I think that might be your lane. Like, that sounds good. And I would hear that from other people. I did a review on it from uh, one on Twitter one night, and it was like some guy and some girl. And the guy was like, man, honestly, I love the whole song. But when you were singing, I feel like that's when the song was in its best moment. He said, you should sing more. And I'm like, okay. I've always enjoyed singing, but... I wasn't never much of a singer for like, you know, I want to be a singer, you right. know, people, like, I want to rap, you know, and shit. But so I've kind of branched onto that and I'm feeding. So like I said, some of my newer music is, uh, it still has, you know, rhyme and hip hop twist to it, but I am changing up the, the style and the way I've done things for a while. And I want to see if I can continue to feed, feed the buzz or whatever you want to call it. And just see if I can keep expanding and expanding my biggest issue now as an artist is finding a visual guy. I'm looking for like a solid visual person who's within reason. Unfortunately, I just don't think a video for an up and coming rapper is worth $500. I agree. That's my opinion. I mean, I get it. You've bought the equipment. You've learned your editing. I'm not saying you shouldn't get paid for your cost, but you're asking rappers who have made little to no money to pay a whole month's rent to get a video that, you know, I'm, it's not like it's the videographer's job to, you know, succumb to your standards, but they just, some of these people are like, yeah, 500. I'm like, wow, bro. Like, well, I, I can do so much more with 500 with no visuals. You know what I mean? It would be pretty cool. I don't know. Cause I'm not active on YouTube. You know, I do upload some beat videos, but I don't, I don't have enough followers to be monetized and all that. So I'm not sure how it works, but it'd be cool if on that you could give people just percentages. But the thing is you can't even get monetized until a certain number. But like if you are a rapper and you were like, Hey man, you can have 75% of my YouTube monetization. So if your video is like the coolest fucking shit that ever, you know, like if you could somehow pay them or whatever, maybe you just give them a cut on distro kit, I guess, or something. But what I 
understand that is my YouTube is connected with my distro. I've claimed that profile. Why do we not get paid for those streams? Oh yeah, I, honestly, I just uploaded an EP uh, this week actually that comes out October 9th. Everyone look out for that. And um, there's a new button at the end that for a distro kit anyway that says like for fifteen dollars more, um, they'll like content ID match your song so that if anyone uses it in YouTube, it'll monetize it for you or whatever. Okay. But like that to me, that shouldn't be an extra fucking charge. No. Like. I, it, we're- Paying for distro, I was told that I could connect my YouTube. I synced them together. Boom! I loaded up my take a toll on you. It was on my deal. I, I think that whatever comes in through YouTube should go into your banking as well. I'm new to distro myself because for a long time I didn't use distro kid, but I am now. So some of this is new. But the last time I looked in my account, it hurt my feelings, so I logged out and didn't look back for. A while. <laughs> I, yeah, I I made my money back my first year, which was last year, and I was like super fucking proud. I was like, okay, you know, I bought the two the two artist account, and I made my money back. And it's really and it's bullshit, I know, but it's all about just getting on playlists because that's the only way you're gonna get those numbers, you know. And I definitely agree. Curated playlist is like water to an artist. Um, a lot of artists think nothing about it, and they think they're gonna share their link every day on social media, but. Uh, Trust me, I've tried that route. It'll never happen. But uh, yeah, curated playlist. I was, I was like, I ain't paying for no views. You better shut your ass up and pay for that curated playlist because if not, you're going to be sitting around with a few hundred streams for fucking months unless you just have a big enough, you know, in your circle fan base to, you know, you know that you're going to get at least so many due to your people. But right. I don't really have that. I just shoot a number and say, that's my goal for this track. This last one. Once I seen it take effect and take off, I said, okay, my goal is 10,000 streams. It hit 10,000. Of course, I want it to be more, but that was my goal as my first track uploaded to Distro. You know what I mean? I want to see at least 10,000 streams off this or I'm just pissing in the wind. And we hit it. So I'm like, okay, next song, let's see if we can do 20,000, you know? Right. Well. And it's all about different strategies, you know, like uh, everyone preaches singles, you know, like that's the only way to really go these days because you want to release more often to hit the release radars and to hit uh, the different playlists, you know, may increase your chances of hitting playlists somehow by singles as opposed to albums. And uh, I've kind of fallen into where I like to do EPs because I've tried doing singles and I just hate it. I hate releasing just one song. It's just... I guess it's the artist in me, you know, not to be too pretentious about it, but like, I'm like, it's just one song, you know? And then like, after that's done me as a listener, I don't, I don't listen to just one fucking song on repeat, you know, like it might make my playlist and now it'll come up every so often. But like, if the, if I have an album or an EP or something, I might listen to that a few times in a row. So. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm a single man. I used to be all about EPs and getting an album out, but I've just learned that, uh, spend a little bit more money behind the one single, even if you got to perfect it for a while until it's perfect and then spend a little more money. And I've kind of gotten where I'm preferring like a single every couple of months, even though I would love to put out music every day, all day and all the shit. I, my numbers do better if I spend more time working it, networking it like, like anymore. It's about over two months old now, but on top of 11,000 streams, that thing's been added to probably 20 something playlists it's been played on multiple reviews. I've been on like two different podcasts about it. You know, I mean, I've just done more and more and more with it. And I think in time it's built it up one day when I'm like, yep, any more's done the next day, five people hit me up and be like, Holy shit, dude, that song is amazing. I'm like, okay, it's still new to new ears. You got to always remember that, but I definitely get where you're coming from having all this, just this artwork sitting there and you're like, Oh, I want to put it out. To me, EP an EP is as far as I would take it. Right, outside. it's the middle ground to me. Like I do think it is a way to do a whole album, even though I did a collab album. But that's a little different because that's basically releasing a playlist. I think that's how I think of it anyway. And um, but yeah, an EP, I'm like oh, a few songs I can scrap together. That's all right. For sure, I did an EP last year with an Oklahoma artist that ended in shambles. <laughs> But we did drop an album, and still to this day, even though the mixing's not that great, and on a personal level, we really don't mess with each other, I will say our heart was in that album. We just didn't, we just didn't do it right, and 
organically, honestly, we should have never been making music together. I feel like, uh, I feel like the, we were trying to force everything. We were like, let's make this EP and we're going to shove it in their faces. And then it just, it just, we, she made a certain type of music. I made a certain type of music. We tried to mesh. Now, when I go back, I'm like, yeah, that album don't work. Irregardless of our business and irregardless that the mixing's not that great, for the most part, I think we just didn't mesh together as artists and we should have known that when we were writing music. But right. We yeah, didn't. I, I have no experience of working with an artist in person except like some of my best friends. You know, like I've taught a few of my friends how to write a verse, you know, or something like that. But I've never worked with another artist like that in person. So that would be a whole new experience. And somehow that. Right. Oh, go ahead. We get together sometime. You said you make beats and mix. I'm not making no promises or nothing, but maybe one day we can sit down. You got the right beat or right lyrics. I don't know. You just never know what we can make. Oh, I'm yeah. not against Oklahoma artists in the sense of I hate them. Believe me, if they would just quit acting like jackasses <laughs> all the time, I'd be more supportive. But uh, for the most part, it's like I would love to connect and network with way more Oklahoma artists. I mean, this is my state. I put on for this state even when my own city's ghosting me. But I uh, I just have had so much bad juju with everybody. I'm like, I don't want to go through it no more. I'm done. It's the same dumb shit. Everybody, my biggest issue is nobody wants to invest. That's one of my number one things. Or, or they just... It's been numbers reasons, but my main thing is a lot of artists hit me up and say, I want to work, but they don't have any plans on spending any money. And I just can't work for free. And it ain't about them paying me. It's just the point is shit's got to get mixed. We need it's got to get curated somewhere. You know what I mean? I'm not paying for all that just for you to rap on a verse because you think you're a cool guy with a blunt in your mouth and a fake chain. I'm gonna laugh at you because i'm probably gonna eat you alive on the track anyway but that's just been how i've been with them uh there's a certain bullheadedness about oklahoma artists and i think it's i think personally it's partly to do with nobody's really made it from here in hip-hop right all we, we got is hanson we ain't got it, it's just an open lane it could be a matter of time before someone does take it because there's a lot of really dope artists doing a lot of dope shit because i see them on my Instagram, here and there, someone will share something of their friends. I'm like, man, this dude's doing big shit. But nobody to me has really took it to that next level. Even the few who people who think they have, they really took it to the next level. So everybody's kind of on this hungry mentality to take, 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 and think that they're going to be the one and they'll cut anybody they want along the way. So I was like, you know, the music business is shady enough to just be around people like that all the time. It kind of just got to me and shit. And I was like, look, I didn't get into this to hate people. I got into this to create and inspire. And I'm finally getting to that point now. I feel like with the latest music and the new music, I'm just, you know, fuck the bullshit with these people. You know what I mean? If they ain't willing to match the money I'm putting into it, we can just forget the collab right out of the gate. You know what I mean? Right. Well, like my, uh, my collab albums, um, I will say I don't pay anyone for anything, but, um, I, what I enjoy about it is they, there are some people who do charge people, but it's like a collaborative thing. You know, like I make the beats. I think that's another big deal. Like they're not having to pay for a beat cause I made it. And so like they, yeah. they get to make their song, just leave me an open verse. I'll spit a verse. It's a collaborative project and it's a lot of fun. And I'm just like, yeah, I have friends that have playlists that can get me some listens. Like, and, yeah, so that that's a situation where a lot of things can be made without money. Right. Just now networking and i'm not against that but the problem like in your case you have something to offer right well you know what i was getting at was uh you know i do have some rappers though that do hit me up and they're like they want to collab and i've never actually charged anyone for a verse i'm just like if i don't think you're good enough or that i'll vibe with you then i'm just not gonna do it um right and I kind of feel weird about it because I hate like trying to big up someone like that, you know, like I'm just not like that. But sometimes I'm like, now, nah, man, I just like and I say a lot, but like some white rappers in general, not all not just white rappers, but white rappers more so um, can just be corny. And I don't like that shit. And so, like, I don't want to be on a corny white dude's song. And so. I don't know how like a nice way to say that shit. Or like I ask people like who wants to be on my next collab album and I have you on my list. Cause I went to check and I do. And, 
some people are like, oh, I want to, but I've never heard their song before. So I'll check them out. And I'm like, oh, these dudes suck. I can't fucking get them on the album. But like, I don't want to be mean. So I'm like trying to find a way to like reject people in a nice way. But it's I find it very difficult. <laughs> yeah, well, don't worry about being nice. You're going to hurt their feelings. And I, I can relate to just about everything you're saying. I'm the same way. It's not so much just white rappers, but I will notice a lot of white dudes want to try to portray to be something they're not. Right. I don't want to make a song with some guy in his fake chain talking about killing people when I know he lives on. Exactly. You know what I I'm mean. I'm like but- the most, right. Like, no, this is like right my alley. Like I'm pretty good at like everything I say is real, but that also means like, it's also not that epic, you know, like I'm not going to talk about killing people and shit. Like I'm just not like, cause I don't like, I'm not a gangster and I'm not going to rap about that shit. I've uh, never, talked about killing nobody in my song everything i've ever put in any song has been real personal either past present or relatable experiences i've never i mean it's entertainment you got to twist it to it but that was one of my big issues with an older friend of mine we did music for a long time and we just kind of got where that's how he was it was all gang banging and chilling at the crib and all this shit and i'm just like dude nobody's gonna give a fuck about this music i mean that's just me but uh we we ended up going our separate ways as well but i felt like that was the clash he want he wanted to make he wanted the idea that he was a gangster rapper and i was like i don't care about any of this this don't mean nothing to me what the, who gives a fuck if you're a gangster rapper i mean if one if you're not a gangster you don't want the mentality of a gangster rapper because if you do blow you end up being like one of these cornballs, like six nine. Right. You're in a life that you weren't really about, and everyone hates you, and you got to be followed around by twelve bodyguards so nobody kills you. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, that's not the lifestyle I'm looking to live. I like my privacy. Right. I I fucking agree one hundred percent. Well, I I just it's a pride and ego thing as well. Like you know, maybe I'm alone in this, but like since I was young. I always am like, someday I'll be on Conan O'Brien because I'm going to be famous, right? Not that I'm, like, obsessed with being famous, but I've always had, like, that, like, like, I just think, like, if I ever became famous, people will think I'm cool. You know, like, they'll want to know me for me, so I wouldn't want to become famous off of a fake persona that then you have to be fake all the time. Like, I would want, I would want me to be the reason I'm cool, if that makes sense. That way you can just be you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. My podcast is just me fucking shooting the shit with people. So, I mean, I, I guess it's obvious that's the way I'm, I yeah, would do it. But what it's about. That's why whenever I found out, I seen you from Oklahoma on that show and we talked a little bit. I was like, man, we can chop it up on there one day. My bad last week, I kind of had some things going on. And I won't lie, us being on it Friday at whatever time, it just completely forgot. I just, it never crossed my mind until I seen your message the next day. I apologize for that. And then. I appreciate you adjusting tonight. I, for some reason, thought you said tonight you were busy and we were going to do it tomorrow. So I was rearranging tomorrow nights. And then you were like, so you're busy at eight? I'm like, I did it again. Okay. <laughs> I, it's not that I'm like too stoned. It's just, or I've just got so much shit going on sometimes. I'm like, oh God, dude. So I have double booked before. Right. This is, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can always, uh, don't be, ever, you know, don't ever be afraid to, you know, holler at me or whatever. Um, I'm never... I'm not no, you know, no asshole. I'm genuine towards everybody, uh, anybody, anybody and everybody. I've, I've seen a few walks of life myself, you know, and, uh, I'm all for just good old fashioned networking and working. Like you said, you know, you, you make this, you make that. Well, I mean, I'm not against working and we all have our things we can offer. Um, that's fine with me. So we, you know, if we ever get something together, I'm not against that. I like to, <clears throat> I would like to truly genuinely work with more serious minded Oklahoma artists, people that are not so cocky, you know? Right. Uh, I'm not against that. So don't ever be afraid to, you know, shout out. I got about 20, no, 30, about 35 minutes and I got to start my live review. Oh, you're good, man. We're, we can wrap it up here. Uh, anytime. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going over a few things with you. What you got? Anything you want to say? It's your show. No, uh, not really, man. I was just gonna say, check out the music episode you're on, so you can ch- like my homie Skinny's on there, and he's great. Um, you know, he lives here in Ada as well. Uh, he was in the military, cr- just crazy guy. He comes up to the city all the time to go to raves. He's one of those guys, and uh, 
he he enjoyed your song, I believe, and he's entertaining. So I would just, you know, I would recommend checking him out. And then uh, when do you have new music coming out? Do you have any plans for that or is it still uh, kind of up in the air? I don't have a date date. It's kind of in the air, but definitely like in the precedent and pretty close future. Uh, I don't have like, I couldn't tell you. I would say new music probably. My issue is, is it, it could be anywhere from a month to six weeks because I'm all about loading up to distro early. I don't know if you know as ours, but early you load your song, the better. Yeah, yeah. I go at least, I mean, shoot for a month. I mean, people all the time are like, I'm going to do it next week. I'm like, you're an idiot. It, a I month like, should be the minimal. They were like, you're cutting it short. Right. Six weeks is nice. I won't lie. I know it sucks sitting around waiting on for six weeks. But uh, I've had some, we uh, just recently, me and a, you know, I have a team member as well, also out of the city. She's the girl that was on that song you just, we listen to anymore. Uh, Ira Usagi, right? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. Ira Usagi, that's right. And uh, she's also a really good friend of mine and business partner. See, I've been talking all this doo-doo about all these Oklahoma artists, but truthfully, one of my best really good business partners is from, well, she's not from, she's from the Caribbean islands, but she does live in Oklahoma City. But she is also... uh, not only that collab, but we have another one coming out soon with me and her. And uh, she's also on the podcast with me, and she does numbers of things herself. That girl is multi-talented. So uh, here I am dogging all the Oklahoma artists on an Oklahoma podcast with an Oklahoma business partner. <laughs> well, I'll definitely check her out. Um, when's your And you said October for your podcast. What's the name of it going to be? We, uh, that's why we haven't really unleashed a lot. We're Right now, we haven't even really... We got a few in the air, but we don't have nothing. It's going to be a mixture of music reviews, video reviews. We're also going to bring in some special guests, but it's all going to be live on Twitter. It's going to be streamed everywhere else, but we're going to do it live on Twitter every week. We got webcam set up where we could change views, things of that. We're just kind of... Everything is just kind of being constructed. So eventually, those live reviews on my page are going to end. I might do one on my free time here and there. But for the most part, it'll be a once a week show with me and Ira and we have another co-host and then some special guest. Well, so hell yeah. Well, if you ever need someone to call in or, you know, definitely, come in uh, and promote. Definitely keep you in mind on it. Um, what side of what side of the O you live on? Uh, I'm in Ada. So we are in uh, the Three. South Central. No, I thought you were living in Oklahoma City. No, no, no. I'm in Ada. Okay. You live in Ada. Yeah, I know where Ada's at. It's a, it's a pretty good little trip, but I know where it's at. I, once in a while, when I drive back home for family visits, I go through Ada. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. It sucks sometimes, but on the real, it's not the worst. But we do have two Netflix documentaries about us, I think, or if you include Tiger King, because he comes here, I think. <laughs> well, he's from Winniewood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my good friends is from Winnie Wood, so I, I love seeing it. And I for people that don't know, if y'all if somehow y'all fucking miss Tiger King, it's the it's the best. And if you're from Oklahoma, it's so fucking home. Like I know a lot of people are talking shit like it makes us look bad. I'm like, no, it makes us look like how fucking Oklahoma is. Like it really I mean, I'm not trying to say it's like that everywhere here, but there are places. It makes us look bad and it's like, well I mean the truth is is some of them towns going south down there it don't get nothing but more and more country. There's a reason why I live in the metropolitan area. Because if I wasn't living here, I'd go to the Tulsa metropolitan area. Because right. there ain't nowhere else to live in Oklahoma, my personal opinion. I have not seen one town that I would even consider living in in this whole state outside of Oklahoma City or Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, like if I lose my job, I'll have to move somewhere. Because there's just not enough jobs in other places. So, right. Uh, well, yeah. I definitely have to figure out. But yeah. My, I don't, I have such little of an accent for how far south I lived. Like, I literally grew up like four miles from the border of Texas, um, where Warwick is at. And so I do, I don't know how I grew, how I made it to where I am, where my voice sounds the way it sounds. I'm always like, fuck, I, I kind of like, I say some shit country, but not like most people where I'm at. I definitely, I have a thick southern accent, but I personally went on a vendetta to change it. And, I'm okay with having my southern accent. There's just certain words I refuse to say. Like, not that I refuse, but I've tried to work my say, work myself away from saying like words like wash and y'all and fixin' and things like that. Uh, just because they do naturally sound a lot more right. Hit. See, I can't not say y'all. I mean, it, it's just what I'm gonna say. So hard. I've trained myself to learn to say you guys. Oh, that could work. That could work. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> hey, y'all. 
a guy I work with, he says uh, Washington all the time because that's the name of a street or whatever here. And so he's like, Washington, Washington. I'm like, it's fucking Washington. God damn. Like, it drives me nuts. And then he also says, uh, wrestling instead of wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Uh, One of the ones that I go through is everyone says caramel. Yeah. I I do too. I do too. Clearly spelled caramel. It is. It's not caramel. Honestly, in my mind, in my mind, for some reason, caramel is like, if you put it on stuff, but a caramel are like the little squares. But I know people don't actually do that. They call it all whatever word. I fuck with caramel. I love it. Me too. It's Bro- the best. Milkshake. I just get the caramel milkshake, a little bit extra thin. Game yeah. over. I'm glad you're from Oklahoma because I've had people on here before that, you know, other states, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Brahms. I'm like, bro, Brahms is the best. Dude, I know. Uh, yeah, there's only Brahms in uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Uh, Maybe Arkansas. I could see. Yeah, Arkansas, I believe. I moved out to Colorado some years ago, and I'm like, wait a minute. There's no Brahms? They're like, what the fuck's a Brahms? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know why I moved here. I changed my whole perspective. But they had this other place that was similar to Brahms. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like fucking ice cream's like gold out there. <laughs> like you get your two shakes, your burger, and your two fries, and it's like twenty two fifty. I'm like, what the fuck? I get a thirty two ounce large shake from Brahms for three ninety nine. What the fuck are you talking right. about? Well, so that- it's uh, the ice cream's all a lot cheaper in Oklahoma. Ain't nothing here to go spend a dollar and get an ice cream cone the size of a fist on the end of a thing. You see some little country kid getting it. Over there, man, I bought just ice cream cones from like a shop on their main street. Cost me like 18 bucks for three ice cream cones. Yeah, that's crazy. And that I mean, that's definitely a thing. Like, I've known so many people in my life um, that they were moving out of Oklahoma because, you know, fuck it here. And then like within a year, it's like, I couldn't afford it. It's too cheap here. Like it just says, like it's a shitty place to live, so therefore it's cheap to live here. That's uh, partly one of the reasons why I left Colorado and came back to Oklahoma. I mean, I had a number of other personal reasons, but one of the reasons was I was tired of spending a thousand dollars a month in rent plus bills by myself, working two jobs. You know, I was just killing myself to get by, and eventually I was like, if I was working this many hours home at home. I'd be saving money. Right. And I'm out here fucking scraping up change out of my ashtray to get to work when I didn't work 60 hours this week. You know, it just became too much. I got burnt out and decided it was time to come home. Man, something you just touched on there and then we can wrap it up is uh, the whole like second job thing. Another reason why I try to take my music and podcasts and beats kind of seriously these days is because I always think of like I could just have a second job with all this time. Like I could just go get another like part time job or something on top of my other job and be making like a, a legit paycheck every week. So if I'm not gonna do that, then I should at least try something, right? Yeah, like, and like work I, on stuff might make some money. Like I said, you never know. You said you got merch. Do you have it on like you have a website or you got it set up? Where, yeah, like, yeah. They go- I do it through Spreadshirt, so it's like I make like four or five bucks on a shirt or something, and then they do it all. They print it and mail it, ship it. Yeah, I'm too greedy. I didn't like none of those. So until I get my own personal website set up where they're paying me directly, I'm always going to print and ship out myself until it's too many to do if it ever gets to that level. But yeah, I'm still kind of keeping it old school, which was advised to me by a a mentor, a friend of mine. You know, he's another guy I've been doing stuff with on the side. He's teaching me some things I didn't know. And he was like, bro, you got to quit that back door. Yo, check my Instagram, hit me on the PayPal. I mean, that's cool. You know, it, it works. And I've made, you make a little bit more money that way, but you got to understand you're the guy who has to buy the hoodie, print it, get it printed or whatever, right. chip it. You, in the long run, you don't make as much, but I'll tell you right now, I'm making more than $5 a shirt. If I was, if I was only making $5, that's why I don't like the website stuff. But I do know you're one of multiple artists I've seen that are going that route because I mean, you don't have to pay anything for it up front. You I don't mean, have to pay or do any running. Yeah. I mean, I don't know at all where to go to get – I mean, there is a place here in Ada, you know, a couple legit stores I could maybe go talk to. But I think that would be the same thing, just a brick-and-mortar store version. And so, yeah, like I don't have a print 
a shirt printing machine or anything. So for me, it works. And honestly, I just like having my own shirts. Like I go and buy myself. So get where you're coming from. It's like, okay, I sold a shirt. Somebody's wearing it. I made a $5 bill and I didn't really have to do anything. I definitely get where you're coming from. So like no hate on that at right. all. I feel the same about my beats. Like people will be like, uh, you know, I'm wasting money on a beat store. And I've thought that, you know, at times or whatever, because there's some months I don't make my money back and some months I make more, you know, way more than my money back. Um, but the one I use currently, people go there to search for beats without me having to promote them. So like a lot of I see the stats where people do find my beats just off a search engine, right? Like without me sharing a link. So that's like kind of valuable. So uh, I agree. So I try to keep that in mind, but I've definitely I've been trying to figure out how I can make my own website and somehow you keep all of my stuff I do on one website with a podcast, rapping and beats. And I I kind of have in my head I think I need to make an LLC first and then like make the website for this LLC like record company I would have and then everything would be underneath that. But that's a lot of like I don't really know what I'm doing. It's going to require some research. Um, it, it'll take a little bit, but if you can get all that LLC and get it all, my goal is to have, like you're saying, the similar, and I want them to be able to not only buy my product, but I want them to be able to stream my music, everything that they need, whether it be, I don't want them to go to Spotify. I want them to go to dstreetmusic.com and then they go to Spotify. Right. Like it'll have like some player widget or whatever. Right. Like that's how I would think. I want to just, that website is really the only link I really share anymore. Right. I mean, if Specifically said, yo, you got a Spotify link, you know, I'll hit them with that. But the overall goal is to share my website. And then then when they buy merch, I'm notified. We're printing in-house. I also have a vendor, an outside vendor. He's going to, I haven't used him in a while because I've been kind of doing stuff for myself. But I'm bringing him in on some of my fall wear. And uh, yeah, I'm going to, uh, we're we're printing in-house. We're recording in-house. We're doing photos in-house. The only thing we're we're currently we're learning to mix. I'm not, but my partner's learning to mix and master. She's been working on it for a while. Um, we do our own graphics. We're almost 100% fully us, but we still need people and other services, of course. So we're working it from every angle we can. You know, same as anyone else. So. Another goal I have that I don't think I'll ever get to, but I've wanted to do it since I was a kid, is I do want to somehow learn animation. After I've taught myself so many other things, I know I could do it. I just have never like even set to mess with the programs, but I was like, I would love to do it. Cartoon figures? Right, yeah. Like I've always like when I was a kid, I want to be a cartoonist. I would draw all the time and shit. Um, Yeah, it'd be cool to make like a music video, you know, or whatever out of animation. Yeah, I think that would be dope. Uh, I have a cartoon logo that I have made up, but uh, I use I got it done through this website, and it was like super cheap. But they sent me my face, and I added my own fonts, and now I've inc- incorporated that to it's a logo. And on top of that, I use it for album covers or uh, covers, and then on I'm using it on merch. Like I just and it was super cheap with my with my discount and everything. It was like seven bucks. Oh hell yeah. And it's pretty good. It's like my background on my Twitter shit, and I just used it for different things. And I've had a few people like, whoa, this is cool looking. Someone's like, where'd you get this done at? And I'm like, I'll send them the link. I'm like, right here. It costed me seven bucks, dude. And they track your order the whole time. You know what I mean? You just got to kind of, you know, like I said earlier, you know, sometimes you got to pay your your monthly beat stores bill and you didn't make no money but a lot of people don't understand that music's an investment one month you might make three times over so you got to kind of consider that you know right so Uh, it was good chopping it up with you man i got about 20 minutes oh no man we're good we're good i meant to cancel it a while ago we just kept talking about shit really i'm glad i wanted to give you a little talk to you a little extra because we missed the show but yeah man don't ever uh hesitate to uh you know reach out or something it's not a problem you know don't bother me or nothing. And, oh, yeah, uh, man. I'll let you know when I have new songs out. Um, like I said, I have I an EP coming out in a few weeks. Now, yeah, I sent you the new collab song I have with Mountain Man. So uh, he's an Alaskan guy. By the way, he lives in a little village. So keep that in mind. <laughs> well, I got you for, uh, the second on my list tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I will definitely try to tune in after we're off here. So you're doing it at 8 o'clock? Yeah, I'm going to do it at 8. I'm going to hop off here, take a piss, smoke a cigarette, let my phone get a few more charge on the battery. It was at like 80% when we started this, so I need to try to boost it back for, give me, I'm going to shut everything off on it and give it 15 minutes of solid charge and then jump back on. I also got to hit up 
uh, my special guest to make sure she's ready to rock as well. So. Right. Well, hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you being on here, and uh, you know, I'm sure we'll have you on in the future and all that. Yeah, for sure. One time we'll have to do a face to face on it. Really, I don't. I said we ain't far from. Oh, you live in Ada. Yes. Thinking you're in fucking Oklahoma City for some reason. Well, we'll keep it virtual for now. Not a word, man. All right, peace, bro. Same. Appreciate it. Been here for so long, I am so tired I cannot sleep, see the pain in my eyes These streets is so cold, but I can't go hide Swear I'm so empty, there's nothing inside I don't wanna try anymore You take advantage, do not lie anymore Your drug right now cannot get high anymore Can't ride my way, so now you stuck up on shore I don't wanna try anymore You take advantage, do not lie anymore your drug right now cannot get high anymore Can't ride my way so now you stuck up on shore Yeah, what the hell though? I thought we was good Your ass speak loud, that thing been understood But I'm back to meet now And he beat up in child I'm the best up in crown I make moves up in bound How I felt for your tricks Cause it was just a quick fix But now I'm over that Back to being a bitch chick, some things I gotta do I think you really should move, there's nothing left time to move Cause toxic ain't the new crew, but still I gotta groove back My squad a bunch of cool cats, you had me but you lose that It's time you really do scat, I got some paper to make That wasn't love, it was fake, there's people who can relate Off the cliff with no brakes, it's time I set myself free It's time I be my own me, cause I was stuck like I'm glued Can't seem to work this thing through, cause arguing I won't do I gotta chuck up the deuce, I gotta let this thing go I think it's time you should go She's asking me to go, she's begging me to leave But I hope she sees without her I ain't able to breathe Even when they hated on me, none of these things ever faze me I've been married to hip-hop so long and yes, I stay faithfully I've been waiting patiently because I'm wrong and you're right I don't wanna argue or fight, calm down, I'll call you tonight Because I'm losing everything cause this is all that's in sight Because it's tunnel vision pushing me farther away from the light And I've been living so wrong and I just wanna do right And I done put it on Every song that I write And they will give me a like But they won't ask if I'm alright And that's alright Cause I'm alright And I'm just living my life Man, I continue to strive Man, I continue to fight And I continue to write songs For the people that's hating life And for the ones who messed up They still daily paying the price I don't wanna try anymore I know you heard me say it twice Like I don't wanna try anymore